At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy. And with the widest selection of used cars under $20,000, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. Carvana gives you control by letting you customize your down and monthly payments. You can browse tens of thousands of cars online to find one within your budget, and you won't get surprised with any bogus fees. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana, we'll drive you happy. Availability may vary by market. Hello and welcome to episode 39, season 3, episode 10 of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Happy New Year, guys. We've made it to 2020. Who'd believe it? Who'd think it? And it's been the first week back, and I'm sure many of us are feeling it already. I certainly am. How about you, Adam? Yeah, I mean, I always say that this uh, this first week back is is the toughest out of the whole whole lot. Yeah, even summer. Like, yeah, because I think Christmas is so intense, isn't it? Like, well, it's, it's not a, a rest, it's a ho- is it? Yeah, it's, it's not a, a rest. Yeah, it's not a holiday. It's yeah, just exactly. Sort of... Unless you go on holiday. Yeah. Which which I didn't. <laughs> well. Uh, you know, so it's... No, I mean, it's... <clears throat> basically, we talk about, like, New Year's resolutions, don't we? Rev- rev- resolutions. Resolutions. <laughs> revolutions. Revolutions, yeah. not... New Year's revolutions to Cubas. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my one was to try and be more positive. Now, if, you know, you listen to this podcast... <laughs> Go on. You listen to this podcast, you probably think, he seems like a sprightly gent. He seems honest. I, my issue is, I'm not that positive. <laughs> I'm, I, like, I am, and I'm not. It's just, I, I struggle to... I just get in, I get in little ruts, really. So I've tried to make it my mission to be a bit more, you know, a bit more proactive when it comes to the positivity game. And I'm, I started this week and I, and I went in Monday morning and everyone, all my staff were saying to me like, why are you in such a good mood? They thought I'd like had a, had a win on the lottery. I said it to you the other day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did, yeah. Was that Monday? Um, no, it was Sunday, no, wasn't it? No, Sunday, yeah. Yeah, so... It, but do you know what? It tired me out. I, I swear to you, I've never been so tired in my entire life. I was like beaming around the place, buzzing around the place. And the thing is, I'm always like that with the children. That's why I'm good at my mm. job. I'm all, I'm never moody with the children. Yeah. You know, you see all this stuff, don't you, about when, you know, at Christmas and some kids who are dying to get back to school. And I completely feel that. And I always have done in the schools I've worked at. So... And I feel it even more. I felt like the children were happy to see me. And, and that obviously gives you a little boost. But normally I'm a bit kind of meh with the staff. <laughs> you know, like, I'm just or with Kim or with you or with anyone. Mum. And, um, yeah, so people were, like, saying to me a bit like, oh, you know, it's unbelievable how, how, how happy you are. But then when I got in the car on the way home, nearly passed out on the motorway. <laughs> I, I, honestly, it was like, it, I couldn't. I couldn't be happy anymore <laughs> yeah. you know there's only so much pretending a man can do no you're right because it's funny because be, normally and I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before like when you come round to do the podcasts I'll always say like how's your week been and always you'll just go like bag a turd <laughs> like every week without fail so uh, you didn't actually say it today no I mean I mean I say that just I think that's just 
going your back, equivalent to Nanamorin's not too bad. Exactly, yeah. It's like going back to my to my old days. Just like I mean, don't get me wrong. I lo- I do love my job. Like, there's no doubt about it. But it's just you know sometimes you're just a bit like. It's more just like, I miss TV, I miss watching films and stuff like, you know, I just don't get to do it anymore. You'll know, with kids, you just don't get to do it anymore. By the time the kids are in bed, you know, you put one app on, and then that's it, you're done. You're Romeo, done. Yeah. Roaring but it, but anyway, there has been some posit- like some funny stuff. I, I was, you know, you're just balancing in work, and I, and I just felt it. I was doing PE lessons, I was doing throwing and catching right with the younger years. And I was like proper, I was bouncing around the place and I was, I just felt like, you know, you just feel like I'm being such a good teacher and I'm being so funny and kids are loving it. And I was like, you know, I was going like, where should your eyes be when somebody's throwing a ball to you? And they were like, on the ball. And I was like, exactly. They shouldn't be looking at the clock. They shouldn't be looking at the door. They shouldn't be looking at how good my hair looks. You already know it looks great. (laughs) And then I said it with like a year three class. And they were all laughing. And I thought, I'm going to keep it green and recycle this for the year ones. <laughs> Honestly, there was a moment silence for the yeah. joke. They were all yeah. kind of looking at me like, you know, like kind of like, I think they kind of were giving me the impression that my hair was ill <laughs> and my hair was grim. Um, uh, no, but as I found it tough this week, like... Because I've literally done nothing. Like, normally, any holidays that we have, because schools have all different holidays, so different half-terms, I tend to end up working at least a few days of each half-term being booked in different schools. But with the Christmas holiday, everyone's just off for two weeks, and I literally did absolutely nothing. It was brilliant. It was great. Really just, just sort of switched off from everything. So it has been a real struggle getting back into the routine. I've been really lucky in that the schools I've been in I've been really, really good, really receptive. So I've been in um, Stockton on Tees uh, last couple of days doing a cluster with a group of schools there, and that's been really, really good. So, um, so yeah, so I've been quite lucky in that, you know, the schools I've been in have been really... But it is, and I know teachers have really struggled this week, so if you're listening to this and you're feeling like, you know, this week is... Feeling blue. <laughs> what was that tune? Um, feeling blue. Do you not remember that tune? Feeling blue. Do you remember that tune? No. Feeling. Oh, it's Darius, colorblind. Do you remember Darius from Pop Stars? Feeling blue. Hit me, baby, yeah. one more. <laughs> I'm getting it up. I'm getting it up. Feeling. No, but what, Feeling blue. No, but what I've been, what I've been saying to teachers this week. Oh, here he is. All right. Does he start with it? Come on, get into it, Darius. Look at that picture. <laughs> he looks like my mate, Dad. Right, wait for it. Right, here we go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See? And do you know Just what? It's, it's, it's absolutely fine to feel that way. It's absolutely fine to feel gutted that your holiday is over. But here's the thing. You've got to think about those children. Whereas we've been... In, you know, we've been, most of us have probably been in a position where we've been able to really spend quality time with our family, our friends, and drink and eat beyond excess. There will be some of the children in your class who have had a dreadful two weeks and have been counting down the days to, to sort of be back in your class and admiring your hair or whatever mm. it might be. So, despite feeling gutted, and don't feel bad for that, just remember that 
the job you're going to be doing over the next term, the next half term, whatever it might be, is just going to make such a difference to these young people, which is which is what it's all about. So, you know, massive well done, guys, for getting back in, getting back in the classroom and yeah, doing fair, your thing, doing your magic. Dudes. I mean, that's what that, that's what it's all about, isn't it? You, you, you've got to put your personal kind of misery aside. <laughs> to, you know, even if you are feeling blue, you've got to, you know, you've got to give the kids that. And, and, that's what I mean. I, I I do enjoy. I do just like. I enjoy. I, there's a massive part of me that does enjoy going back because I do miss the staff. I do yeah, miss like catching yeah. up with the staff, and um, I've got you know one of my one of my or two of my good friends at school. Uh, one of them's expecting. One of them's just got engaged. So it's exciting times all around. Thing is, I've done all that now. I don't know what's next for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's the start of a new decade, isn't it? Start of a new decade, and what a decade it's been. Crazy, crazy decades. It, it has, I has mean, anyone cracked that joke yet? I had it so many times, I had to tell a kid off to stop cracking it. He was saying, like, it's the first time I've thrown a dodgeball this decade. Yeah. He was yeah. going, like, first time I've been outside this decade. And I was like, first time you've been on the fence this decade, get, get walking. <laughs> on the wall. Yeah. Get to the wall. <laughs> Get on the wall in this new decade, <laughs> bastard. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, no, I, it's that twenty twenty vision joke that I've heard far oh, too many yeah, times. Oh yeah, I haven't so. got twenty twenty vision. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what this year's going to be. I've not got twenty twenty vision. Yeah, um, I'm not a fan. But yeah, so uh, it has been a, an amazing decade. Um, in fact, well, we'll come on to that a little bit later. Uh, I was going to ask how your Christmas was, but I've I've pretty much yeah we spent, spent a lot of time together, didn't we? Yeah, that's what happens at Christmas. You have to spend a lot of time with your family. <laughs> yeah, spend time with those you hate. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, it but was, we'll tell it, the listeners. Yeah, that, yeah, it was it was quality. Like it, you know, like we were talking about having kids is is just amazing and setting up the whole kind of Father Christmas stuff. It's just it's just absolutely brilliant. I yeah. mean, the video that I've got on my little girl. Uh, coming in on Christmas Day, and she's just absolutely loving it. And um, you know, it's, like you said, it's just what it's all about. And then uh, another thing on Christmas Day was uh, the fact that it was Nana Maureen's birthday. Of course, yeah. And there was a lot of love for her uh, Christmas message. Oh, I mean, went down an absolute I can't storm. wait for the memories on Facebook so that gets shared every year. Because <laughs> yeah. if you've not watched Nana Maureen's Christmas message. What are you playing at? Yeah, sort yourself out because it is an absolute pot of gold. Unfortunately, we'll tell you now, won't we? Yeah. That uh, Nana Maureen has, has been feeling blue. <laughs> yeah, she's not, she's been, not feeling been feeling that. too clever. Uh, so, unfortunately, we've not been able to record a Nana's opinion uh, this week. But we have got some classic Nana tales to uh, to to spread, or I have. And uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna flip out a, a, a quick few. Um, this came the other day where we'd got back uh, we'd got back home from Ireland, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit. And uh, I rang my nana and I said, "Hey, you aunt nana." Uh, uh, I spoke to her on New Year's, obviously, but then I was like, "Oh, you know, I'll bring the kids round to see you." Um, and she was like, "Yeah, definitely." And I said, "What what were you doing before I tried to ring you?" <laughs> and she was like, "I was having a shower." And I went, "Oh, but I, I tried to ring you like half an hour later." And she was like. Oh yeah, I've got the runs. <laughs> I was like, oh, class. It's like nice one, Nana. I was like, thanks for uh, thanks for filling me in with yeah. that one. <laughs> and then and then just the other one. I mean, this this is just classic Nana Maureen. We're playing a game on Christmas, Mister and Missus, which is an absolutely 
class game. Yeah. And my mate who often comes round on Christmas um, was round. And um, obviously, you know, God rest his soul, granddad wasn't there anymore. So my nana needed a partner. My mate was there. So they partnered up. So it was like, you know, a match made in heaven. So these questions were coming out. What's your pet name for your partner? And we were just waiting on their answers. So my mate, who's called Slev, he wrote honey. Like, oh, she calls me honey. Yeah. And then Nana put love. And then it was like, oh, unlucky. But then there was one. (laughs) Who's the last person your partner saw in concert? Right? Yeah. So you've got to write it for each other there. So Slev wrote for Nana, Celine Dion. Right, which, yeah. which you know, fair do, it's not a bad shout. Nana wrote for my mate, bear in mind he was, he's the same age as me, like 31, Roy Orbison, <laughs> right? In which we, we then found out that Roy Orbison died exactly two months after my mate was born. So we were like, Roy Orbison. And then my mate was saying to Nana, like, you could have guessed a current artist. She was like, I really thought you'd like him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Nana Maureen will be back. Yeah, I'll, I'll copy that. you and say, watch this space. She will be back and so, back with a banger. Any any other New Year's resolutions apart from being positive? Well, I mean, it's, you know, it shouldn't be called January, should it? It should be called Slim World and Erry because everyone, every man <laughs> and his dog is on a diet. Yeah, it's like, I, I'm, trying to do, I'm trying to do it, but... I've, I've, well, I've not been too bad, but where my hotel was last night, as I was oh, someone, nice. someone, someone met. Well, yeah, we're at the training. Tempted, did you? No, at the training, I was. They were like, "Oh, where are you staying?" I said, oh, "I'm staying at this hotel." But and she went, "Oh, I'll tell you what, the best Greek in Stockton's across the road from that." Oh, so I was you're like, "You're a greedy Greek as well, aren't you?" <laughs> love you a Greek. So I ended up going, but I, I was. It was fine. I just had like um, just meat Balloon. mainly. I had a bit of halloumi. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Had I had to have halloumi. Do you have a chicken, uh, what's it called? It's like a mixed kebab. Oh, God, yeah, it was, stop it. It was pretty, pretty decent. Stop it. I'm glad, that's I'm, not too I'm glad I've got a pillow over my lap. <laughs> <laughs> mixed kebab, oh my God, you had me mixed. <laughs> no, but it was like proper chunk. It wasn't like Donna or anything. It was decent chunks of meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I need to go to the toilet. Um, but yeah, it is, and... and um, I've thought because I was staying in a hotel that had a gym every morning. I've set my alarm to get up and go, and then every morning because I've just not been able to sleep this week either. I don't know what it's but just you know when it's first back week in work back mode. And it's, yeah, yeah. It's fair. Uh, not necessarily fit. I'm not unfit, but just thinking about everything that I need it's to do. Fair. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds <laughs> no, like fair to me. I'm not, <laughs> not scared of anything, but no, yeah. fearful. <laughs> <laughs> so I am. Um, I went to I basically I went to the retail part last night and I was and I was there to kind of um get just pick up some some things that we needed and, and obviously it was our mum's birthday and needed to pick rub. up. Can... Oh man. <laughs> Do you know what's funny actually? I'll give a shout out. My mother in law, um, you know, the one who plays the bagpipes. <laughs> Uh, actually mentioned the bagpipes. We need to get her to do a, a, a jingle with bagpipes. We don't. <laughs> we don't. If we still want listeners, we don't. So I, she got me like a little, um, a little like, you know, gift bag. And inside was, you know, just your classic, like, you know, like links or whatever. Yeah. And then there was a, pair of boxes, there, pair was of a um, there was a kitchen roll in there, <laughs> kitchen towel, right? The only thing that annoyed me was, it was a pack of two and she gave me one. 
But then she gave me the plastic packaging. So she'd clearly took one and left me with one in a plastic packaging that said two kitchen rolls. Maybe, maybe she did it as a gesture like in Home Alone 2 where the two turtle doves. Two kitchen rolls. No, yeah, so I have to say that was funny. That did make me, uh, that did make me giggle. Um, yeah, so I went to Subway today, right? Oh, no, where was I up to? I was at the retail part. Yeah, you were at the oh, retail yeah, park. so I forgot. Well, I've kind of give it away now. I forgot to get my dinner. So I was at Subway this morning. The woman that served me at Subway is, a, is an American, right? Right. She is the rudest woman I've ever been served by. I got and ser- normally Americans are like hot on that because... I know, I got served by all based her on tips. for the first time. <laughs> all based on what, mate? Tips. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if it's not based on that, let, she won't be doing very well. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> so um, I, I, the, she she annoyed me pre crimbo because I went in and I was getting a few of my you know Rachel and Sue I was getting them a subway as well and they're very much against spicy stuff. I walked in. <laughs> you say that like <laughs> what, what do you mean? Like they don't agree with it politically. Well, they're very much against. Li- li- they're spicy very much anti spice. <laughs> so then I walked in and I was like, "Can I get?" Um, a, a foot long hearty Italian. We ain't got hearty Italian. <laughs> I went, uh, what have you got? I've never been spoken to that. I went, what have you got? Only got paprika and chili bread. That's it. There's a subway about two miles down the block. You can go there. That's how she spoke to me. So she said, I don't know if she said block. I might have added that. Yeah. In. So I went, all right, well, I'll, well, I can't be bothered going there. I'll just take the paprika bread then. The paprika and chili bread. I mean, I was having that bread anyway. So yeah. I was happy. And she was like, you really just going to take that bread instead? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> right? So I got this thing. I mean, Sue was complaining that her mouth was on fire for the rest of the day. I felt, I felt a little bit bad. Did you tell her? Did you... No, I t- yeah, I said, I said, listen, <laughs> you got to make me chilly, Sue. What do you want from me, man? So then, so then I went back in today, right? And she was there again. I thought, no, we meet again. And this is what annoys me, right? I mean, don't <laughs> so you're on the healthy eating, and you've been. Oh, was that no, no, pre kit? Right, right, right. Sorry. So I went to Subway this <laughs> morning. You went for... to Subway twice no. in a week. <laughs> no. So when I went for a salad this morning, right? Yeah. She was there with four footlongs, like that, you know, like pre baked or whatever, and she's putting cheese on them, and she was like, "I'll be with you in a minute." That's how she speaks. <laughs> I'll be with you in a minute, and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> And she she was spreading cheese on these four things, and I thought, right. She was up to a third one. I was like, right. Then she put that tray away and then pulled another tray out and then did them, and I was a bit like, Jesus Christ, I've got to get to work. Yeah. And then she finally got through. What you having? And I was like, <laughs> salad bowl, please. Right. Then we had a proper meeting of minds over this salad bowl because the guy who usually serves me just knows me so well. Just goes, double tuna. I'm like, you know it, bro. I looked and there was no tuna there and I thought, God, I can't believe I have to ask for this. You're not getting tuna? No. <laughs> right? That was it. That was the reply. Got any tuna? No. I went, I went God, like, this is the worst subway. That no sounded so weird. <laughs> no. <laughs> like Marge. No. <laughs> right? So, so, <laughs> she then, she then goes, well, what, what meat you want? And I went, uh, I'll just and I was like well don't you put the salad in first I put the meat in the lid <laughs> I was looking at her this guy was behind me I could hear him going like <laughs> you know like, like I could hear him breaking down I looked at him and he was just a bit like good luck mate 
um, you know, uh, enjoy your massive tips. I was like, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go like, um, I go, oh, I'll just take chicken tikka then. She was like, double. <laughs> I went, all right. So she, she plows these two big scoops of chicken tikka chunks in my lid. <laughs> what the hell is it doing in my lid? So then uh, she goes, what salad you having? Right? <laughs> so I went, everything apart from sweet corn and olives, please. Yeah. So she goes, everything, you know, to be fair, decent portion. I was like, all right. Then she dips her hand in the sweet corn. So I thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> I said, it was no sweet corn. She went, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, you didn't know. You were delivering. You've got sweet corn in your little finger. So anyway, she fills it up and then she goes, any sauces? <laughs> any sauces? And I went, yeah, I'll take some uh, garlic aioli and some hot chilli. And she literally went like this. <sighs> Like it was an effort. She asked me. I answered her. So anyway, she pours the sauces on and I sat at my dinner today and it was honestly one of the best Subway sounds I've ever had. I said to someone at my dinner, I said, oh, I got served by this horrible woman, but damn can she make, you know, damn can she make a good salad. That was such a longer Those story. Those salads, though, were so, That was yeah. such a longer story than I <laughs> The thing Adam's like, that to me is like, right, I think we should try and aim for the episode to just be about an hour. I feel like, the last episode, nearly two hours, it's a bit too long. Oh, yeah, yeah, fine, that's fine. We're 20 minutes in and you just finished your story about something. <laughs> I think mean, people will appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that though? Imagine that. Sauce? Yes, please, just that one. <gasps> Jeez, don't ask me then. Give me without sauce. <laughs> right. So, um, so anyway, we, had to, we had, did have a really good Christmas because we ended up going to Ireland over New Year. Um, for a wedding so it was our middle brother's like best mate's wedding and he got married in this lovely lovely castle in uh, Dromoland was it? Dromolinger Dromolinger well, Shannon so, wasn't it? well we flew to Shannon yeah uh, flew there on the Sunday night wedding was the Monday and then New Year's Eve was the Tuesday so the wedding was amazing <clears throat> but the best bit oh yeah <laughs> was they got a wedding band and uh, there was rumours circulating. Oh, it was ripe, weren't they? Yeah. Um, they've got singers from Damage. As the, as That was one of the rumours. Now, I loved a bit of Damage yeah, back in the day. Yeah, you did a bit of Damage. Um, still be loving you. Still be loving you. So I was thinking, <laughs> yeah. And then it wasn't Damage, was it? It was... Um, it was the lead singer of the Pop Stars The Rivals winning boy band. If you remember, Girls Aloud won... The uh, girls one, didn't they? The yeah. girls one, and alongside them was one true voice, <laughs> um, and they re- uh, the girls allowed release sound of the underground. One true voice really uh, released sacred trust. <laughs> you know, Pete Waterman, wasn't it? Not the not the not the option, is it? <laughs> and um, I follow my heart right up to the end. end. Uh, so yeah, Daniel Pierce brought his band, and 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 as soon as we saw you wanted to see me and Adam, we were like the biggest fangirls because I loved Daniel Pierce. Yeah, he came back to X Factor two thousand and nine. Don't ask me, you know I know. All oh, right, yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah, he got uh, to judges' a mohawk, houses. Didn't he? Got yeah, to judges' yeah. houses and narrowly lost out to Wally Mers. Yeah, yeah. Even though I would argue he's got a much better voice than Oliver. Well, it's funny, like, the guy whose wedding it is was so buzzing about having that, and he was. He said he, he told his wife that he was so excited to see my reaction. 
because he took screenshots of my statuses from 2009. <laughs> and every week, my statuses were like, Daniel Pierce better get through tonight. I will not be happy if Daniel Pierce doesn't get through tonight. So I made sure Daniel Pierce knew about it. <laughs> oh, God. So we were, we were quite in awe of him. Like, I mean, it came on quite early, so not many people were up on the dance floor. Just apart from me and Adam, yeah, we <laughs> just were absolutely there. loving it. And then they took a bit of a break and they went to the bar. So we're straight at the bar. Oh, yeah. We're taking had selfies. Had a full drink. Yeah, had a full drink. Ooh, I'm thirsty. <laughs> Anyone for a drink? And then it was funny because I started making a bit of small talk with him. So I'm like, oh, so did they uh, did they fly you over? Yeah, yeah, they flew us over yesterday. And oh, when are you going back? Oh, tomorrow. Oh, nice one. That's all right, isn't it? And then Adam just comes over and he's just like, um, first audition, kiss by Rose, seal. And Daniel Pierce was just completely taken aback. Yeah, he, he couldn't believe that I flipped that knowledge on him. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, second audition, Prince Purple Rain. And he was like, well, man, yeah. And, <laughs> and you he, basically listed his I listed, whole, I listed his back whole catalogue. Yeah, and then I was just like, and then it was down to you and Ollie Murs. And he went for Ollie Murs. And he went, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I still disagree, pal. <laughs> and he was just like, thanks, man. He's like, thanks, appreciate it. And I was just like... I walked off so proud of myself. He must have been like, can, like security, yeah. <laughs> keep the chubby penguin off me, like, because <laughs> we're in tuxes yeah. and, and I'm overweight. Yeah. <laughs> Just explain the chubby penguin. It's weird how you have that, that depth of knowledge because I think, you know, we've shown that we do remember certain things, but your oh, uh, my, my thing, specific it, you can't you so, can't yeah. manage to get that memory to focus on things that are important. <laughs> yeah. Well, mum and dad always say this, like, you know. I will literally tell you the day the the kind of film, who went to see it on the cinema, what the film was like, who was in it, everything about it, football matches, yeah. all of this kind of stuff I can reel, reel off, like, unbelievably. But then you asked me about all the stuff I learned at school, like, as in, like, secondary school, obviously. I know all primary school stuff because I've relearned that over the past few years. <laughs> but... Like, as in, like, you know, like, like my GCS, uh, my A-level RE. You ask me about A-level RE now, I would not have A-badges. Yeah. But I didn't have a badges back then, so I failed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I failed. But we did have a good night. And then the second night, we went to Galway. So for New Year's Eve, we were in Galway. And uh, most of the wedding party were there, and we had a real good laugh, didn't we? Yeah, it was cool. Uh, but we'll talk about... Yeah, Possibly the one one of the finest O's to see in the twenty 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 twenty. So um, I think we should get into some features. Yeah, because we've got to keep the app short and sweet. <laughs> Okay, so diabolical leader of the episode, and again, plenty going round. In fact, um, I did post something on my uh, Instagram, you know, the Golden Globes, you know, Ricky Gervais' yeah, yeah, speech, yeah. and then there's a, that picture of Tom Hanks' reaction. Yeah, yeah. So I took that picture, and then the tagline was something like... Um, oh, when you're doing staff wellbeing. Yeah, when you're yeah, in a sta- yeah. staff wellbeing meet, or... Yeah, and you, know and, that, and you know that not being in the staff meeting would be good for well-being. Yeah, yeah. So then I was like, "What's the worst like well-being initiative that you've um, you've come across?" So, uh, right, my friend had a well-being morning on voting day. So uh, December, SLT made them go into the school at normal time with a pillow, then told them to grab a mat and lie on the cold hall floor. Yoga mat optional, and have a nap. 
<laughs> what the actual frick? What about leaving them in bed for an extra hour? Or even better, a work from home day considering the data drop was the next day. Unbelievable. That's Honest to God. I, I mean, there must be some god-awful... Yoga mats so, are well uncomfy as well. Well, I was thinking, when if I first had, read like, it, like, grab a mat, mat. If they had mats... I thought it was, like, the blue... Oh, the blue. Cr- <laughs> oh I think meant the crash mat. That, that'd be decent. I'd yeah. have that. Yeah, proper crash like, mat. A big crash Not mat. Not the yeah. blue PE no, no. mats. Like, a thick crash yeah. mat. Like, it's like the um, the green Warburton's bread, the blue crash mat. Yeah, yeah. But then it's the, the, the orange toast is the thin little one, isn't it? No, no, the blue one's the thinnest. Is it? Warburton's. Blue's it medium. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but I thought orange, orange is toasty. Ah, it's toasty. And then yeah, the green yeah, is right. like the ultra toasty. Oh yeah, green is thick. Yeah, green's it proper is. thick in it. Thick. <laughs> Man, that bread is thick. <laughs> bread got bad. <laughs> Yo, there's some junk in that bread truck, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so if you have got a really, really poor. Uh, example of what some leaders are doing for for well-being do send it to us because we'd love to because some of them are absolutely hilarious and it's it's anonymous isn't it oh yeah it can be anonymous absolutely but I mean the thing is heart's probably in the right place but you've just got to call it out because it's not having any impact you know some of the uh, comments on here as well was 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 funny Um, you know training on a Saturday which included an hour session on well-being um Awful, awful. But uh, yeah, I think I met the 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 worst, the most diabolical leader I've ever met in my my career the other week. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail about it, but let's oh, just my say, spidey senses <laughs> tell me it got tasty. Let's just baby. say, why would you get why would you get me in for training if you're going to get? If you're work. not going to get, if you're against rants, <laughs> yeah, well, not rants, but just someone calling out. They had stuff. rant repellent, and you, <laughs> they just didn't want you there. Yeah. Oh, anyway, so um, so yeah, get your nominations to us. You can uh, Instagram it, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it might be. Any sort of just not just uh, diabolical leader nominations, stories, confessions, just questions. Anything, questions. Yeah, we do get sent quite a few, and we've got a few to. Um, to share with you because uh, yeah, got a couple of belters as well. Um, but yeah, I think we'll stay on the same lines here and do the next feature. I want to rant. Rant. I want to rant. Rant. I want to rant. Rant. Tell me not to rant. Well, all I gotta tell you when you tell me not to rant, I say no. No, no, no. Okay, so rant of the episode. I'm taking this one because there's something that really, really, (laughs) really winds me up at the minute, right? And it's been going on for a number of years, but it's getting progressively worse. Now, I've ranted about certain things before to do with social media, but one of the most annoying things at the minute for me is how certain people's opinions are becoming news right Mm -hmm. so companies most media companies will create it's pretty much just clickbait yeah but these news articles that are just complete made up pretty much basically fake news essentially because i'll give you an example right give you an example recent example that wound me up was obviously the gavin and stacy christmas special right uh most watched scripted comedy of the past decade. Yeah. What was it? 17.5 Something million like that. Yeah, yeah. watched it. 
Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was all right. I watched it. I watched. I watched it. I watched it twice actually, and I think I appreciated more on a second go. Yeah, no, it's. I think my only criticism is I felt like Corden was Corden and not Smithy. Yeah, I get that. Maybe, but maybe the fact that you've not seen Smithy in so long and you've seen so much Corden, Smithy's turned into Corden. Possibly, but I've been rewatching Gavin and Stacey with the. Yeah, I've been Uh, rewatching, and and there is a distinctive. Anyway. Once it had been aired on Boxing Day, straight away, every news article was uproar about Gavin and Stacey because Bryn and Nessa had sang the lyrics of Fairy Tale of New York, yeah. right? And uh, it was going on about, and it was just the, 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 the click headline, which was like, um, uh, outrage as, as they sing the, the actual lyrics. Now, I've been looking into this, and I may well be wrong, but I'm, I'm sure I read somewhere that the the meaning of that word in that song isn't the same meaning yeah, yeah. as what... But I'm, I'm not going to get into that. That's not what I'm I'm going on about. What I'm going on about is that being led as a story. And then when you actually read the facts behind it, how many people actually complained to Ofcom about it? Weren't they like 13? Yeah, 10. 10. Yeah, it's been turned into the story. And what it does is it riles everyone up then. It gets everyone going on at each other. So you read the comments and everyone just goes crazy about it. And they're all, What's that? why is everyone getting offended at this? Blah, blah, blah. Snowflakes this, snowflakes that. And it's just, yeah, but read beyond the headline and you realise 10 people out of 17.5 million have complained. And yet, and that's purely based on really opinion more than anything else. Yeah. It's like the ones that you saw before Christmas. One in four people think Father Christmas should be gender neutral. No, they don't. That was a complete made-up... And even Pierce Morgan fell for that one, even yeah. though, you know, he's, a, he's an idiot anyway. Um, it was funny, because I went to um, I went to cinema the other night with Dad, and I sat there, and often, you know, when we sat there, we get there quite early. It's like classic parents, you know, like at the airport, they tell you to get there well early. Dad gets to the cinema well too early. Keep saying to him, for anyone, I've got, here we go, here's the other Mr. P's absolute tip of the app. I'm not going to do this every week. Go on. But the absolute tip of the app is, if you go and go and touch a film at the cinema, yeah, you you have got 13 minutes after the start time of the film... Before the trailers start, you got so if the film you're going to see a half eight showing, you get there at twenty forty three. Yeah, the trailers will start. You'll skip. So out it's all always just thirteen minutes. Thirteen minutes. Listen, I'm a limitless member, and I've been a many many a time, <laughs> and I've worked that out. Don't mean anything to Dad anyway. We were sat there in the blank screen, and I was on my phone, and I read an article. And I don't. I'm not like you. I, I don't read articles. <laughs> I, I saw this article and it was like, how rude. And it was like, uh, Golden Globes, Beyonce refuses to stand up for Joaquin Phoenix as he's awarded Best Actor for Joker. Right. So I, I saw that and then I said to Dad, I said, isn't this world just going absolutely crazy? How mad is it going? And Dad was just like... Tell me about it. What's made you say that? And I went... <laughs> Is he cut me, I Dad? Went, I went... <laughs> I went, Beyonce. I went, people are kicking off. Because Beyonce didn't stand up for Joaquin Phoenix when he won for Joker, right? And I sat there just like, it's an absolute joke. And Dad burst out laughing. 
Like, and I, I, like I'm talking in the middle of the cinema, burst out laughing. And I turned around, I was like, what the hell are you laughing at? And he's just like, with, he's just like, with all the stuff that's happening in the world, <laughs> with Iran, with, you know, all the stuff, Trump and Boris and everything, he's like, the thing that's outraged you <laughs> is that people are kicking off about Beyonce not standing for Whacking Phoenix. He was gone. He was <laughs> crying. What um, was the reason? That she didn't stand up? Yeah. I, I didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an absolute headline. You are, the, you are the problem, though. No, I'm not. No, but well, they, they shouldn't be doing those sort of clickbait fake news uh, Yeah, but that's articles. the thing about clickbait. If you don't click, you ain't baited. <laughs> But it just winds me up. It just really does. So that's my rant. Just, ah, who cares about people's opinions? Why are people's opinions becoming news? Well, I don't think it's why do people care about people's opinions. I think you should only... It's okay to have an opinion, but you should only be interested in the opinions that you should be interested in. Well, that's what I mean, yeah. So, you know, there's always going to have people who have different opinions. That's fine, but... You know, my opinion doesn't it's just, need to be But it's all, it's all to sell and it's all to yeah, cause controversy. It just winds me just, up. It is. Because it splits, it, it, you know, you, you then build up that hatred towards other people that are different from you because, and it, be, oh, it just really winds me and up. I, anyway, that's I my rant. Big, I was a big fan of Beyonce and I just can't believe she didn't stand up for it. <laughs> <laughs> what a performance. Uh, so, yeah, so there's my rant this week. And, Fair uh, dues. Yeah. There it, there it is. So, um, first rant of 2020, how'd you feel? I feel all the right. The vein didn't come out. <laughs> the vein didn't come out as much as you I don't rant it anywhere near it as much as you It mustn't have angered out. you as much. Yeah, I don't rant anywhere much. Uh, Tell you what, just the mention of a bad SLT and that vein's nearly <laughs> poking me in the eye. <laughs> I just care so much about teaching. Yeah. I just care so much just, about teaching. I care so much about each and every listener. <laughs> Right, so um, what, what should we go for next? Should we go for the questions then? Because that sort of links in quite well. Yeah. Guys. I got a question for Can I get an answer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Peas. I got a question for ya. Can I get an answer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so we've had a, a couple of questions and we thought we'd... Uh, Use questions that sort of all link it linking because it's the first episode of 2020. So one question we had: proudest achievement of the past decade. Ooh, mm. proudest achievement. Probably sorting my life out. <laughs> if I'm being if I'm being absolutely honest, probably sorting my life out because. I mean, ten years. God Almighty, a lot's happened in ten years. It, well, where were you? 6th of January, 2010. Is this the 6th of January? No, it's not. It's the 8th because no, it's, it's my birthday, yeah. isn't it? Uh, well, you get the idea. January, where 2010. Where was it January 20, 2010? That's uh, a good question. Uh, a question that I don't actually know the answer to exactly. <laughs> I know I was working at Ofsted... Um, Round about that time. No, actually, no, I, I lie. I was at Ofsted because I bought mum and dad goes to musical tickets. What, in 2010? Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah. Oh no. So yeah. Anyway, I was at Ofsted in 2010. So ten years ago, I was at Ofsted. And look where they are now. Exactly. I, I fed the monster. They all got. You know, they followed my lead and got great at minesweeping. <laughs> didn't do actually real work. <laughs> and not much has changed um, with Ofsted. No, but like as in I. So ten years ago, I was at Ofsted. Uh, I'd, I'd not really done what I'd set out to do. I'd had 
a lot of kind of, you know, people say you shouldn't have regrets in your life. And I felt like I was beginning to have some regrets. Um, and then obviously, you know, two years later, get my first job at a school. Uh, through that job, I, uh, you know, got to meet Kim. And I, and I don't know if meeting Kim's the achievement. I don't know if I can say that. But it's 100% the best thing that I did in the last 10 years was was meet her and, and somehow wooed her. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, through that, I've got married. I've had two amazing children. I've Again, I've sorted my life out. Because what's funny is you go back 10 years, right? Yeah. And it's funny. There was a line I said in my wedding speech, and it was like, when I first met Kim, I was overweight. I didn't drive. I lived at home and I and I didn't have a job. And then I said, well, the joke's on all of you lot because I've got a job. <laughs> right? And it was true because in 2010, I didn't drive, lived at home, you know. Yeah, but you were only, what, how old were you? I was 20? a bit slimmer than I was now. <laughs> how, old, how old were you? Oh, 21. 21. 21. Not too bad. No, but yeah, no, but yeah, but then I'm 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 more thinking about middle of the decade. I'm thinking about 2012, 13 when I was like 25. I mean, I'm a quarter of a decade, a quarter of a century there. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's when I'm seriously. I was looking at myself like, damn, and it was like, (laughs) damn, (laughs) damn, and um, you know, it's funny because we were talking about my first kind of, uh, kind of when we're talking about stories of the last decade, the story of my first night of trying to woo Kim is is one that I've never told in the podcast. I don't think. Should we not save it for the Valentine's app? No, because it was nothing to do with Valentine's. Oh. I'll do it for this for the decade. Okay. Um, basically, I'd gone on a night out and all the girls from my work were out. Now, bear in mind, Kim at this time was living with another guy who she'd yeah. moved to Manchester for. Cut a long story short, many drinks later... Everyone left, and it was just me and Kim left, and it was all innocent, it was all fine. And then I, being you know, thinking I was a bit of a big shot, took my cash card out of my wallet and put it in my back pocket, and then said, "Do you want to share a taxi home?" And I'll dro- drop you first. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> so I put my wallet in my pocket, and then uh, we pulled up at Kim's, and I was like, "Oh, uh, you know," and she was like, oh, "Let me give you some money." And then I was like, no, I'll get this. Yeah. I'll get this. Got my wallet out and was like, oh my, oh my Christ. I've, I've lost my card. And then she was like, how are you going to get back? I said, oh God, I don't know. And she said, well, you can come in and stay if you want. I thought, cha-ching. It's only gone and bloody worked. And then she went, um, but Tom will be asleep upstairs, so you'll have to stay on the couch. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> Um, yeah, and that's a custom pie. Yeah. So then, I, then this is the bit that is the grimmest of all grim. I then said, <laughs> when she at that point that she offered the couch because her boyfriend was upstairs, I suddenly went, "Oh my god, my car's in my back pocket!" <laughs> and then I said to her, "Well, just before you go, uh, any chance of a uh, colleague kiss?" <laughs> right? I know. And she went. What's that? And I went, it's just a friendly kiss between colleagues. <laughs> In which she replied with, absolutely not. Right? <laughs> so then I got a taxi home. The whole way home, I was just thinking like, oh my God. Right? And this is the funniest thing. You remember, right? Back in the day, I worked with 
Kim, and I've worked with you know who. <laughs> the guy, I want to wish him a happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Good old many happy returns. Knee John, right? <laughs> this is the best bit. I woke up the next day rough as nuts. Remembered it, remembered it all. Yeah. And I thought, oh my god, how awkward's Monday gonna be? It's yeah. so grim. And I rang Courtney John and I went, alright mate, he was like, alright, bruv. And I was like, listen, I went out last night and I saw all the girls from work. He went, no way, God, I wasn't at. <laughs> I went, nah, mate, but I got left with Kim. And he was like, oh yeah, what's she saying? <laughs> you, know, you can imagine, can't you? And I went, well, I, t- I, I tried to kind of get with her. And he was like, you do know she's boyfriended up, bruv. And I went, yeah, yeah, I know, but... And he was like, so what What did you say then? And I went, I asked her for a colleague kiss. And he went, Jesus Christ, bruv, what's a colleague kiss? And I went, I, well, I just kind of said it was a kiss between colleagues. I said, I, I, I really... And he, was like, he went like this, he went like... <laughs> he went, Monday is going to be a rot laugh. And I was like, nice one. So then... <laughs> after after I hung up to John, I thought there's only way for me to face this, and I was still having a bit of courage from the booze. So I rang Kim and I just said, "Hi, listen, I'm really sorry about last night, and just to let you know that I wasn't just trying to, you know, you know, get off with you quickie or whatever. I was like, I actually do like you, and then that was it. She was. It turns out that she was unhappy in her relationship. Uh, and then, you know, fast forward eight years. Oh, yeah. No, no. Seven and a half You've years. also got to tell the story of when you tried to cook for Kim. One of the first times where you tried to cook. I mean, I've told, to cook I'm sure I've told this. Sausages. Yeah, well, well, I was, like, trying to pretend to be a guy I really wasn't. <laughs> so when when she was coming round to, to mine, I was, like, doing cooking. And I, I remember doing a brilliant... So her favourite meal is sweet and sour chicken and rice. So I made a brilliant... Well, mum made a brilliant sweet and sour chicken. I stirred it at the end. And then when Kim came in, I was like, oh my God, you caught me over the cocker. Slaving over the cocker. And then uh, and then I got sausages. Now, I had never cooked sausages before. So as I'm cutting them... This is brilliant. As I'm cutting the individual sausages, I notice that there's like a little bit of skin peeling over. So I just thought, I don't look right. It looks like plastic. So I started unpeeling I started peeling the sausages like bananas right and I was going oh they're coming apart in my hand and Kim was like what are you doing and I went oh I'm trying to peel these sausages but they're all coming apart she's like no you're supposed to you're supposed to keep that on and honestly I was just a bit like oh right what I know that is <laughs> any chance brilliant. of keeping that a colleague secret <laughs> Um, so yeah I mean again apologies for the long tail but that's that's got to be my highlight of the decade I mean and don't get me wrong I'll throw in the fact that this podcast we started even though the back end of the decade live shows and stuff absolutely well one of the one of the other questions was what's been your biggest teaching achievement Um, or yeah biggest there's one question that was what's been your biggest achievement in teaching yeah, and then there was another one going. What's been the best thing about teaching over the past decade, and the worst thing about teaching? Oh well, you best decade? take this then. Well, the best thing about teaching over the past decade, Mr. PICT, is <laughs> teaching one day a week, baby. <laughs> um, uh, I'd say I'd say social media's had a really positive impact on teaching. I think for well, I suppose there's some good stuff, but then there's also the bad stuff, but. Yeah, I think I think for me personally, the way the way I've been able to 
through podcasts, through Facebook, through social media, being able to share stuff with. Because a teacher said, I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but I always remember one teacher saying to me, she was like, you must absolutely love your job. And I was like, yeah, I do really enjoy it. She goes, you know, because if you're in a class with 30 children day in, day out, you only have an impact on those 30 children. But what you're doing is you're sharing ideas and inspiring teachers. So if you have a course of like 50 teachers and every single one of those teachers uses one idea off your training, you're going to have impact on 30 times 50 uh, yeah. You know what I mean, or thirty-five, yeah. whatever it might be. So, one hundred and fifty thousand children. Fifty thousand. No, one hundred and fifty thousand. Thirty say, times fifty. Is that all you said? I thought yeah. you said three hundred times five hundred. No, no. <laughs> Backtrack then. That was... Oh no! Oh, I was no, thinking you know about it so long then. Yeah. So it's... no, I know what you mean. Yeah. You... And I was like, actually, yeah. So for me, like my. P- proudest achievement, obviously, is the, is the family, because I got married in 2010, so this year I've been married 10 years, which is crazy, and obviously having the chill, the kids, the triplets, and that's that's up there, but I think, personally, from a teaching point of view, it's got to be the uh, the way the business has grown over, over the past five, six years, and we were talking about recently, actually, the, the conversation we had where... Um, because I don't think I've ever talked about it on the pod, have I? Right, I'm just going to cut you in there before you talk about this. I think we need to stop kind of worrying about... We, we, are, we I've heard it a few times now where we go, I don't know if I've spoken about this before. We don't. I just don't think we need to worry. People people can listen to it again. Well, yeah. yeah. So- uh, I, I can't remember... You know, apart from like the main stuff, I don't remember the odd little random stuff we come out with. Yeah, yeah. So it's just got to be... You know, if, if you feel like it's a bit repetitive... Um, just it won't be all be repetitive. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, yeah. So w- when we had the triplets, the triplets were born in. Uh... We spoke about this before. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they were born, and then obviously my my whole world completely changed, and you know uh, I was obviously still full time teaching, um, but I think it it changed my perce- perspective on teaching. Anyway, what suddenly what I used to think was really important, and you know. Uh, I was that nodding dog in staff meetings where, you know, we've got to do this, we've got to do that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Once the kids came along and I realised that actually I can't be doing teaching stuff 24-7, that's when I think I started to be, actually, don't think we should be doing that and I don't think we should be doing that. So anyway, a year on, that year where the kids were like babies, I don't have a clue how I got through school um, teaching full time. I just don't know. how. People always ask me, like, how do you do it? And to be fair, I cannot remember it. But I remember the head teacher sitting me down being like, right, well, I think what's going to be best for you, because he knew I was going to move into management and senior senior leadership and that sort of thing. He was like, right, well, we'll bring you out the classroom so that you can get experience teaching right across the school, covering PPA, uh, still sort of full time. Um, and we'll look at you developing your subject area, which was IT at the time. Which oh, is, funnily enough. Yeah, which which I said, that's fine, but I want a set of iPads because I don't want to be stuck in an ICT suite and I think there's loads we can do with these iPads. And anyway, bought a class set of iPads and then that year was me going, th- working with different classes, using the tech, looking at ways it can enhance learning. At the same time, I started blogging everything that we were doing and that started getting loads of views and visits and... and um, and then I started on Twitter and Facebook. And then by the an- end of that academic year, I was getting offers to do training sessions in school. And that's when Alan Pete came in. And um, 
sort of offered to take me under his his wing and do some work together and help me not work for him which I always really appreciate because a lot of businesses would have just said oh you've got to work for us but he was like no no we'll work with you you can set up your own business and I'll always remember the phone call I had with Alan where he's like yep uh, we think it's a great idea we'd love to work alongside you would you be willing to go part time and again my, my head was so accommodating because he, he was normally wants everything wrapped up by wit heart. I rate I could describe how you feel in there. I rate it goes something a little bit like excited, elated, thrilled. <laughs> Lee couldn't believe his luck. Yeah. So that's a three E D from Alan <laughs> And I still remember that. Yeah. But my head teacher was really because he knew it was on the it was you know, it it could happen, but I needed to wait for what Alan was gonna say. So he was waiting to hear if I was gonna go part time and and then um I remember sitting at the, the table with Claire and uh, the triplets running around in nappies and Claire was a bit sort of like, you know, are we going to be able to afford it with the expense of having all the kids and you going part-time and having that stable income? And I always just remember thinking, yeah, but if I don't do it, I'll regret it for the rest of my life. And uh, <coughs> yeah, the rest is history. We did it. And I just think, you know, it would have been very easy for me to sort of play it safe and be like, no, you're right, we do need that steady income yeah, coming yeah. in each week. And just to see how it's grown over the past few, past few years and just all the support that we have, uh, both myself personally and this podcast has, has had because of you guys, has been uh, absolutely amazing. So thank you so much, because the last decade has been incredible, but it's all been down to you guys. Like this year as well, with everything that we've got planned with the live shows, it's so exciting. And just the, the love, because we've now surpassed half a million views with this. Uh, yeah, views, yeah. what I'm talking about. Half a million listens. That is madness. Half a million people have listened to this podcast. That is utter, yeah, utter is, bonkers. It is, it is mad when you think about it. And, and, then, and I've still not been recognised. <laughs> officially. In the streets. Yeah, and then we've got the live shows coming up, which, again, we've not mentioned, have we? So please, please, please get your tickets for the live shows to mrpspodcast.com. That's the number two, mrpspodcast.com. Everything's on there, all the previous episodes, uh, all the ticket information for our upcoming shows. And the next one that we're going to be doing is on the 29th, 9th, 9th of February in sunny Scunny. Um, and what we've what we've realised is, with, with having this talent agencies who book the venues, all the venues are a lot bigger than anything we've ever done, like yeah. double the amount of size. So the Scunthorpe venues, something like three fifty, I think, or near four hundred. So it would be an absolute dream uh, to to sell it out or be close to sell it out, yeah. selling it out. Um, no, it's amazing. Isn't it? I mean, we talked about the the the, the tour, and, and we're going to smash these shows, and then hopefully towards like. The second half of the year, we're going to write kind of like a sequel show, aren't we? Like a, yeah. like a, a, a. But this is the thing: if we can get show. the interest in the shows, it's only going to grow it more, and then we'll be able to do more shows in more venues, in more places, and um, so yeah. So we hope you can uh, can help us with yeah, that. Get involved. Right, so as a little treat, as it is the first episode back of 2020, we have got a brand new jingle, guys. New jingles all the way. So um, we have been toying around with a couple of new features, but we're not going to introduce it in this episode. This is just making a jingle for something that we've done previously. Here we go. Teacher confessions, man, I'm thrilled and I don't know what to do. I guess I gotta tell Mr. P's my confession. If I'm gonna tell it, then I gotta tell it out. Damn near cried when I sent that email. I'm so thrilled, I don't know what to do to tell Mr. P's my confession.
Right, okay, so there we go. I actually have to say I, that that's a cracker. I mean, to bounce back from the question jingle to that jingle is, you know, that's a huge, that's a huge bounce back. That's like the McConaissance. That's like going from failure to launch with Matthew McConaughey to the Dallas Buyers Club. That's Oscar worthy, that. Confession. Right, so here we go. Short and sweet, this one. Um, hi, guys. Absolutely love the podcast. It makes my commute to work all the more burial. Let me start that again. Hi, guys. Love the podcast. It makes my commute to work all the more bearable. My confession is that I got caught coming out of a stock cupboard with my assistant head. Her lipstick was smudged and it was clear we'd been up to no good. It was pretty bad as she was the assistant head and married and I was an NQT. We were both severely warned about our future conduct and she was no longer my NQT mentor. Oh, I love that. Tasty! That, that is, is what the juicy. confessions are all about. Some juicy confessions there. And it's the thing, it's completely anonymous. You can share with us anything that you've done or anything that you've seen happen in school. Any, absolutely anything. My only worry there is that better have been after school or before school. I'm hoping, that, I'm hoping, that's, not, Actually, yeah. I'm hoping that's not little little Johnny coming in. You know, can I get a drink, miss? To dinner lady. Yeah, no worries. You go for a drink, Johnny. Coming in and seeing two teachers coming out. My God. Uh, right, well, we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I do think it is uh, after school. You don't know that. I don't know. It doesn't say. I'm, I'm trying to defend them. It's but... anonymous. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, uh, next... Oh, we've got a good, uh, well, in fact, yeah, we'll do the jingle and then and then we'll go into it. Oh, what a nose. When you really make a terrible shout And you don't know what you're talking about Everyone remembers what I know Yes, it has been a while since we've had an O uh, feature. It's good to be back. We've, we've had plenty of O's uh, in the Facebook group. People share stuff all the time. Yeah, O's I, very I put something in that had me laughing at, at lunch today, which was the um, you know rubbish answers given to um, family fortunes questions. All oh, right, yeah. Have you seen it? I've not. I only saw no because I don't click on stuff. Remember, <laughs> I only saw um, the one where it was like name a yellow fruit. <laughs> Orange. Orange. Yeah, some of them are so funny, honestly. So again, just go to Facebook, search Two Mister P's podcast or Two Mister P's in a podcast, and the groups there. Get involved. Uh, some great stuff shared, and again, thank you to everyone who's joining in with that. Um, but yeah, so right. First, up, I've got a couple of those because one of the listener stories is, I think. Up there is one of the funniest listener stories oh, we've had, right? Be excited. So, um, we're, we're there in Ireland. We're in Galway, and uh, we're in this we're in this bar, and we're all sat around this massive table in this bar, and we start playing a couple of games, a couple of sort of singing games, and then someone brings out a pack of cards, and we're playing Ring of Fire, and um, <laughs> you know, if someone pulls a certain card, you have to play a little game, and, yeah. and so on. One of the cards is names of types of, right? which if you've never played before, everyone sort of gets clapping, clicking the fingers, and it's like names of, types of, and then... Which one are you doing here? Are you doing schmees? Yeah, schmees. That was word association. Oh, was it word? Yeah. Oh, sorry, that was word... Yeah, it's yeah, all right. Yeah. Bit of a no there from me. Yeah. So it was word association. It's, it's always nice to start, I know, 
With a small O. One right. more. It's like that, innit? Don't pull something. Make sure you do an O before you real tell a real O. Yeah. Get warm. Um, so, yeah, so it was word association, and it started off... I can't remember who started witches, off. It was witches, it was It Kim. was witches, right. Was so Kim goes witches, and then it's like broomstick. Yeah. Um, hat. I said hat. Uh, cauldron. Cauldron. Black cat. Then I go spell book, right? And then the person next to me, Shmi is called who wasn't really listening, sort of turns round and goes, what? And I go, spell book. And he goes, spell book. Right, okay. (laughs) (laughs) B-U-K. And what I loved about it was it was one of the rarest O's you're going to see because it was a double O. We call them a double O tondra. We call them a ooh. (laughs) Oh my God. An ooh O because not only has he... Tried to spell the word, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, misinterpreted because it was spell book, things you associate with. He's gone, spell book, right, I need to spell the word book. So there's his first O, but then he smashed it out of the park by misspelling book... (laughs) B-U-K B-U-K <laughs> Oh that oh, was, that a, was, that was a Well staying, staying with that one And this is bringing back Big Mike our dad He was this on fine form funny yeah He was so Guinness we, we to were, the eyeballs We were actually doing names of types of Which if anyone's played it It's the two claps Two clicks You speak on the clicks and Should it, we do and, a quick and, example now? Well yeah go on then Right what so, theme? Right so it's just like Names of Types of Chocolate bars And then it'll be like Whisper Snickers. Mars. Bounty. Uh, uh, Hershey's. Maltesers. Maltesers. Teasers. <laughs> Rollo. Uh, Aero. Boost. Whisper Golds. There it is. Oh, so that would be a win for Ripple! Me. Ripple! <laughs> Oh my god! So we did that, and then obviously you're at, you're out. It's New Year's Eve. It's getting tasty. It's getting for risky. I then shouted names of types of different names for a penis. Right, yeah. which is classic. We'll play with our mum and dad as well, so it wasn't going to get too bad. Well, so I started out with you know just your classic, you know, meat flavored lollipop. <laughs> And then it went, it went round, it, it went round, didn't it? And it was like yeah. pipe. And then it was like, um, what was it? What was the Loveland. Other? Yeah, yeah, Loveland and all that. And it was going round. And then you know the, your classic Scott said your D word, your your yep. silent K N O B yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. And then it was going round. And then someone went, someone went, your meat stick. And then it got to Big Mike, and he just went. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> the table broke down laughing. We were all like, what the hell are you calling that? What the hell are you on about? Oh, I love right. our mum was having a go at him. <laughs> you don't call it that. I looked at mum like, you what? What does he call it? Uh, right, so here we go. Listen to the story. Um, and this is a belter. Right, so, because it is, it's sort of like a no, this really. So, in my first year of teaching, the whole of Key Stage 1, teachers, support staff, etc., were all in a celebration assembly. It was quite a long assembly, as there were lots of rewards to give out, and as classes were leaving, I noticed one of the support teachers had fallen asleep at the back of the hall. Being quite a young staff group, my partner teacher, my TA, and two learning mentors thought it'd be hilarious 
Uh, oh, sorry, thought it was hilarious. We did all sorts of stupid things like dancing around her, posing next to her and taking photos on the class camera. She was a good laugh, so she knew we knew she wouldn't mind. After a good five minutes, the hall had emptied and she'd not woken up. Turns out she was diabetic and had fallen into a diabetic coma. <laughs> oh, my no. God. Obviously, we are not laughing at the fact that this... this Poor teacher had fallen into a diabetic coma. It's the fact that they thought she was asleep oh and they've done God. all that sort of... It's you know, like... Them, um, it's one of them cringy... You like, know, like you do when someone gets drunk and you pass out and you're all like, hey! Yeah, yeah. But it's one of them things, isn't it? It's one of them cringy, like, oh so my God, cringy. no. <laughs> so it says... Um, the, could you, can you imagine that, like... Um, right, whatever, I don't know what she's called. What, what, what could it Right, Janet. Janet. Uh, jam it because <laughs> the thing is like you, you I've seen you have a a, a term for the worst yeah. and it is the scariest thing ever so the pictures were quickly deleted and it was not discussed <laughs> until she returned a couple of weeks later and explained that when she's in that state she's not totally unconscious and can hear what's going on around her we all stayed very quiet in the hope she couldn't make out our voices oh what no I hope someone rubbed off the moustache with <laughs> it in whiteboard pen <laughs> That's funny, you know, that reminded me of a story. That's a brilliant story. I'll just finish it off. Love the podcast, guys. Can't wait to come to the live show later in the year. Thank you, whoever shared that That's story. That, that was a, such a cracker to start the year off. Tickled me so much, that. I uh, I worked with a teacher back in the day called uh, called Buckley. His second name was Buckley, right? right? Legend. Absolutely love the guy, right? Well, the best bit about him was he rarely came out on works dues. He on, he'd only come to very kind of... Um, Basically, we'd, we'd do a summer a summer bash where we'd have everyone round at our house and we'd do a big sesh. And he always used to come to that, but he'd always just get absolutely mortal. He'd get absolutely levered. Yeah. And one year, he fell asleep on the couch. So everyone started putting loads of stuff on him. <laughs> so then we called it Buckley Roo, right? <laughs> everyone, everyone was putting stuff all over him. And everyone was going, he's going to wake, he's going to wake. And we were going, Buckley Roo! <laughs> That's sort of stuff. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, right, into the final feature. Flashback! Throwback! It's affected every one of us! Flashback! Throwback! To Mr. Peas in a park! Right then, so first flashback throwback of 2020, and I'm sure you're going to be able to guess the sort of theme we're going for, but first, let's recap from the previous episode, which seems, by the way, a, a, a decade ago, <laughs> no, it does, it, last episode, I was like, what did we do for the last flashback, what was it? Was I struggled to think, was it a Christmas dinner? Christmas stuff? dinner one, yeah, so if you remember, we were picking our favourite bits of the Christmas dinner, prawn cocktail, turkey and stuffing. Christmas pudding was my choices. You went cranberry sauce, Brussels sprouts, pigs in blankets. Your choices were very, very divisive in that lots of people wanted pigs in blankets, but they couldn't then vote for sprouts. Anyway, you have won 53% to 47%. Don't start it off with that. You had me worried for a minute. I can't decide. Pigs in blankets all the way, but sprouts ruin the choice. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Well, if if you felt like that, just don't vote. (laughs) 
No, I'd say vote for me. <laughs> I'd say you just don't vote. So with it being the start of a new decade, what we thought we'd do is we'd look at the past 10 years and pick up on what our favourite... Um, well, we'll do one of three... Th- we'll do three things. Favourite film, favourite TV series, favourite song. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. So um, as you won last week, you can go first. And what we're doing first? Favourite film. Favourite film. Uh, ooh. Do you know what? It's, it, it is tough. It is very, very tough. Um, but my favourite film of the past decade is going to be Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I know that... I preferred 3. I know. I, I like 3. I, in fact, I love 3. But I actually thought 4 was funnier, and I just think the fact that it was so risky to bring it back. And I don't know if it's the, the fact of that I've got, that I had my little girl who was so into it, and, yeah. and the fact that I could take her and she knew all the characters and stuff. But I went to the cinema three times to see it, and I've yeah. never done that before. I've done it two times quite a lot, but never three times, and that's the first film. And plus, it's the only one I can think of, really. There's been so many. It's, yeah, there is, there is beforehand. loads. There's so many... Um... Yeah, should have clicked. Should've I should have. I should have clicked on the article. Um, right, I'm. I think most people can probably guess what mine is, but you can guess what mine is. Fifty Shades. No. Fifty Shades Darker. <laughs> Fifty Shades Freed. No. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Gotta be. Uh, I just. Think, I think that's probably my favourite film ever. The most really? complete film. Uh, which. I think you can, it still stands alone as a standalone film. It's still, but the fact that it's the. The the culmination of the twenty one previous films, yeah, is it's just no, it's, uh, it felt like it was wrong. just such a moment, uh, you, you know. So and for it to still be the highest grossing film of all time, so yeah. I'm going Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I'd say that's fair. Right, TV show, TV show. Ooh, I'll go with mine. Go on then. I'm going Game of Thrones. You're going Game of Thrones? I'm going Game of Thrones. Even though the last series was atrocious and a real letdown, I'm going to discount that. I'm going to say every other series up to that point, oh, it, was just, it was just unreal. And it was the discussions about it, it was the theories, it was the fact that you'd watch an episode and then there'd be so much stuff you could read into afterwards. And, you know, for the first few series, it was unlike anything else that has been on TV. And I think... It'll go down as history as the TV show that sort of redefined the way in which we uh, engage with media. Like it's that shift of going to TV shows and it becoming binge worthy. And I think, I think Game of Thrones is the main reason. Oh, yeah, one I of mean, the main the, ones. I remember my friend. It was Obi actually. I mean, was it, it wasn't no one his part. He told me for years to watch Game of Thrones. He was saying to me, "Mate, you'll love it. You'll love it." And I just never got round to it. I just couldn't. I could not get round to watching it. It was too long. Kim wasn't that into it. It was tough. I and then you know Claire watched the first couple of series without me, and I was a late. Yeah, late and bloom. then I uh, broke my ankle playing golf, and my world changed. <laughs> uh, but that's a tale for a different time. Yeah. Uh, but I had time off work, and obviously you have to fill that time. You have to fill that void. And yeah, Game of Thrones did. <laughs> um, my best TV show. I have to go for Breaking Bad. Um, yeah, that had been up because there for me. even though I'm a massive Sons of Anarchy fan, 
Oh yeah. I mean, I'm a massive Sons of Anarchy fan. Yeah. Um, but I, Breaking Bad was one of them where even though it was a slow burner getting going, once you were in, it was it was you were so in. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was so good. I probably that'll be one of the shows that I probably rewatch in time. But um, I've actually not got around to watching the film on Netflix yet. But. No, um, I haven't. That El Camino, but I do I watch it. But yeah, I'll go for that. It's tough choices. This yeah, it's going to be a yeah, tough vote. Yeah, tough because there's been quite a few. I've been I've watched bit. I binged you. Have you watched that? Oh yeah, I've yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's that's, that's quality. quality. Joe Goldberg. Uh, obviously, all the um, all the true crime, making a murder. The first series of making a murder. That was that was unreal. Unreal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's been quite a few, fair few. Yeah. I really enjoyed The Boys on Amazon. Oh, that's that? amazing. That yeah. is really good. But you can't vote for something that's one season. No. You've got to get no. a few more. Brooklyn Nine-Nine's amazing. Yeah, that's that's. I love Brooklyn well. Nine-Nine. Anyway, right, go on. What's your song? What's my song? This is tough. Well, I think I might have to go for... Are what? you playing it, little snippet? Well, yeah, but have you done that thing on Spotify where it sort of tells you? Yeah... Where it tells you what your what your biggest songs are. Yeah. Um, I'm probably, my, probably going to lose, because my, my... Well, don't try and change it now. No, Be but honest. I'm going to go for... It's a song that I've listened to, and it has to have come out in the last ten years as well, hasn't it? Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, it might have to be a Calvin Harris song. Oh, which one? Because he's my most listened to artist of the past. Is he? Yeah. Calvin? Yeah, he came out on top like pretty much every single year on Spotify. And I've never had one of his albums or anything. It's just the odd song. I might go for this. I feel so close to you right now. It's a but one of my highlights of last year was seeing him live at, at the pool party in Vegas. So yeah, so I'm going to go... Feel so close, but by Calvin Harris. Right, I'm gonna go for this absolute banger. <laughs> Only joking. Um, do you know what? I, <laughs> feeling yellow. Um, I'm gonna have to go for, and I, I, this is mad. It's like you. Even though I do love this guy, I've listened to an absolute shed load of Ed Sheeran and I don't even realise I'm doing it. Yeah. I just think what, you know, some huge tunes. So my song of the past decade has to be. When your legs don't work oh, like they used it to safe there, it? No, do you know what? It's not. And do you know why it means so much to me? Not only like it was like early days of me and Kim and things like that, but. We used to rewrite songs for end of year assemblies, and me and Cockney John rewrote that tune to do with um, after school boosters, and it was like you know it, it used to go like so boosters now take me into the ICT, <laughs> and me and Cockney John wrote it masterclass, bro. <laughs> that is a masterclass. Um, uh. So yeah, quality, but. Yeah, you have to say, I mean, there's, there's so many. And, and what will be good about this one is there will be stuff that you throw in the comments. I'm talking to the listeners here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be stuff that people throw in the comments which will just be like, oh, my God, yeah. I mean, I could easily be swayed on the song or the film. You kind of put me on the song. But saying that, I don't really listen to albums because they're just the other Oh, no, I never listen to albums yeah. ever. Apart from if it's Ed Sheeran. But that's it. But no... Um, 
Drake. I could have had a Drake song. All right, stop, stop crying over spilt choices. <laughs> you know, you anyway, made him. Right, uh, quickly then, just to finish off the first episode of 2020, it's, uh, it's got to happen, hasn't it? Hasn't it? And here's the thing, I'm not even... <laughs> Talk about not giving it away. It's got to happen, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've not even been in school yet, but this got sent to me because it was happening. I think it was Tuesday. Go on, let's get the intro going. Anytime now. Adam, this is the thing with you. Your Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah, we're back, baby. 2020 man, kid, mate. Call the cops. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? You take every, the mick out of me every time I every glitch time. the iPad. Yeah, but I don't... I don't I, my name isn't ICT with the other Mr. P. I'm just the other Mr. P. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Every time I get back in the car, because I have the radio on, because I have the radio dead loud... Every time I get back in the car after filming a podcast, that tune blasts as soon as I start the car up. You're twisting my melon, man! <laughs> I'm just like, you definitely mean that. So, right, I don't know where to start with this one. So, the class teacher was was basically, you won't believe. I'll just read, I'll just read the, the sort of messages I got yesterday. Right. Um, <laughs> and I, might, I might give you a bit of a clue here with, with a bit of a soundtrack to sort of uh, no, it's not that. Oh, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it? Yeah, there we go. Can you work it out based Mastermind. on. Mastermind. Okay, it's gay. <laughs> right, so. Me, Mastermind. <laughs> Sharon? <laughs> what I know that was, yeah, by yeah. the way. Um, so, Mank Kid, alongside. Penfold and another child have been apparently planning to escape the school. Oh right? my god! <laughs> so they've drawn a map <laughs> <laughs> and they found a key that apparently uh, opens the padlock in the playground to get out. So first two back, first two days back in the school, they've been scheming and plotting to escape the school. Right, the funniest thing though. So the teacher was telling him off for how dangerous it is and how unsafe it was, and then the teacher's like, "Right, go and get me this key that you found." Honestly, the key—that's the key. <laughs> like a little like suitcase key. <laughs> no, not, like a little. You know, like when you uh, like Lily's got a couple of diaries, like a key in a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that's where they've got it from, isn't it? Key in the crowd. What I'll do is I'll post a picture on the Facebook group. But you could just imagine him. And apparently it all got unfolded because another kid grasped them up and like they lost the the minds with it. They were like, no way, you know, proper lost. Like the plan was going to actually work and they were going to escape. But that just made me laugh so much. The fact that within two days, like, nah, I'm not having this. We got to bust out I'm this joint. Done, mate. <laughs> Prison and break. When they, when, they, when they, if they did the plan and and my kids looking at it, mate. I love it when a banging plan comes together. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll get when I'm in school tomorrow, I'll get a picture of the map and I'll get a picture of the key and I'll stick it on the Facebook group because that didn't half tickle me. The mastermind. You were only supposed Yeah, you're only supposed to blow the do- bloody doors off. Mate, you're only supposed 
<laughs> to get a tiny little key in a lock, mate. Honestly, when you see, it's like this plastic little key. I'm sure it's one that you like. If someone's brought a little da- notepad yeah, diary, and you can yeah, lock yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Here's another one, little for you. Right, this was this was told for me from someone from my old school. They've got a kid in the class, right, who before Christmas had had serious trouble with uh, a bit of a potty mouth. Yeah. Really bad language, uh, always swearing. And basically he was always swearing at the girl on his table. I think the girl on his table is like a little bit of a, you know, like a, a bit of a goody two-shoes and who, who grasses a lot and stuff like that. And he's obviously just, he, he, he throws F-bombs out, he does all this. So the teacher and the TA had a sit down with this kid, right? And yeah. was just kind of like, listen, you need to you need to cut the swearing out. It really isn't good and da-da-da-da-da. And the kid was just kind of like, right, right, yeah, yeah, I'll, tr- I'll do my best, I'll try. New year, new me, all that stuff. They said they were sat there and then the girl started kind of like, miss, he's not doing his work, whatever. And then the, the TA said she just had a look at him and he was just like, you could see he was just like, <laughs> he was like struggling, he was kind of like, like, like he was like Harry in, in, uh, in Home Alone, like, right, and then he just started winding his finger up. The middle and finger. Flip to the bird <laughs> in the middle the of the slow class. wine. But he did the slow wine. Like he was that angry. He just did a dead slow annoyed wine. Like it wasn't oiled. Like it needed a bit of then flip flip to the bird. Uh, wait, wait, good job on the no swearing, pal. <laughs> the effort. Not like an instinctive like, oh do one. Oh yeah. It's like and just grinding. <laughs> For extra effect. Yeah. You don't know what's coming. Oh it's coming. <laughs> Oh. oh, brilliant. Uh, right, so we'll finish there, guys. We, we tried to keep it. We said an hour, an hour and a quarter. We're an hour 20. That's not too bad. Uh, so, as always, thank you so much for the support. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to that one. As always, please do get over to the website, share your stories. Uh, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe, rate and review. Please get your tickets for the live show, join the Facebook group, the usual stuff. We hope you've had a fantastic start to the new year and we wish you all the best for this year as well. Um, And we hope it will be another fantastic year for all of us and uh, I'm sure that'll happen with all your amazing support. So thank you so much. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Um, Take care of yourselves. Yeah, and each other. (laughs)